He sit back and watch for the bullshit. Cause you know what's coming. 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 And we alive. Welcome back, BS with Brian Simpson. I'm your host, Brian Simpson, comedian, professional, funny person. Um, episode 20. Uh, we back. We back on our consistency kick. We, you know. Um, and and you know what we do here is we just talk about a lot of the bullshit that's going on in the world. But 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 before that, before we get to that. I like to always shout out um, a lot of uh, other creatives out here that's doing shit that I like, that I dig. Um, my boy Kalo, uh, uh, CEO of K9 Entertainment, I believe, they just released a short film about human trafficking called The Revolution. Um, that's on YouTube. If you look up K9 Entertainment or you look up uh, The Revolution short film, uh, the link will be in the show notes or in the description. Uh, but it's dope. It's real dope. Um, and, uh, at the end of, at the end of the film, there's a lot of information there where you can, uh, uh, where you'll, you know, they'll tell you how, how you can donate to help stop human trafficking. And that sort of thing is a huge problem. Uh, shout out to Kalo for, uh, for, for directing this and, and, uh, putting that shit together. Cause I like it. Um, <clears throat> Let's 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 get started with I mean just the height of bullshit right now. Um, um somebody emailed me, uh let's my boy KS, he emailed me and said basically paraphrasing, you know, don't you think it's funny that Cardi B um has to be the one to speak out and be political so that their audience knows what's going on and that we should start taking action as a group. Play. That's right. A self-proclaimed trap queen stripper turned boss is now giving political advice because the world is that fucked up. Yeah, I agree. It's, um, you know, it's crazy that Cardi B is the voice of reason out here. But she but you know what? She's always been on, you know. Um, I mean, that's why that's why everybody likes Cardi B, because we all know. We all know a Cardi B, you know, like people like a lot of people think when you from the hood or when you talk, when you speak a certain way with a certain vernacular, when you talk ghetto, so to speak, they think that means you stupid. Cardi B ain't a fool. Because if she was a fool, she'd be one of these broke ass rappers already because she done spent all her money on all this bullshit. You know what I mean? Cardi B ain't no fool. She built the empire. Um, so I'm not surprised that she's talking sense, if if that's what you're asking. But I I am. Um, it does show the state of the world. I mean, cause cause I'm I'm because I, I was always one of the people that's like, why the fuck are we always asking rappers what they think about stuff, like about serious? They rappers, you know. It's like so. Um, but yeah, I mean, she's saying she's she talking that good shit. I mean, cause it's you know what it is. It's just that it's so obvious. Um. It, you know, so I was like this bullshit with the with the wall, because that's that. Oh, I didn't even mention that. That's what she was talking about about how, how you know how it's just all this bullshit. Like the government shutdown, it's like the, these people out here starving. Here's what y'all don't know: these government workers that they, they not getting paid, but you know what? Congress gets paid. 
The government is shut down. Congress gets paid. Anyway. Now, how the fuck that work? Congress always get paid. These rich motherfuckers always make sure they get paid. Just like we 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 fight every year about whether the minimum wage should go up. Guess who get a raise every year? Congress. It's never no debate. It's never like somebody out there filibustering that. All of them vote across the board that they all get a raise every year. Cost of living, you see. <laughs> they already they already making quarter million dollars. You know. But you know, shit's expensive out here. <laughs> and and most of them are millionaires. And they not if the ones that ain't millionaires are new. It's just that simple. When you when you get to Congress, you finesse that office into making money. What blows my mind is it ain't it ain't very cheap. I mean, it's not very expensive. It's not very expensive to buy a congressman. When when I first saw it was it was like a a piece of uh, a piece of fucking it was like a chart telling you all right, this is where, you know, this is how much money these these uh, industries are donating to these congressmen, and these is how the, these this is how those congressmen voted, right? And you look at that sheet, you know, and I'm expecting to see millions of dollars. Nah, nigga, it's like ten thousand, fifteen thousand. You know what I'm saying? Like multi billion dollar industries, it just take you know ten, twelve thousand dollars to get a congressman to fucking suck your dick. And do all kind of uh, all kind of mental gymnastics on television to try to justify voting your way, but th- but they almost all do straight down the line. You can you can you know you can see how much money they got from a certain industry and how they voted on every bill that has to do that that has to favor that industry, and they always vote in favor of whoever gave them the most money. Now. Is it just being made to look like that? I don't know. I mean, maybe they just, maybe it's the other way around. Maybe they just receiving the most money from the people they voted for. <laughs> I don't know, because that's how they would spend it. You can always spend anything. And if people want to be on your side, they'll believe it. You know? Um, I mean, it's just like, you know, people that people that love Donald Trump, all the negative shit about him, oh, it's a smear campaign. People that hate the motherfucker, they believe every single thing about him that comes out about him. So, you know, and vice versa. If we found out Bernie Sanders was touching little kids, it'll be people out there going, they just trying to be his good name and shit, you know? So it's, you can't you can't win. You can't just, people don't care about facts no more. You know, we just, all we care about is just being in, being in our tribe and going along with whatever tribe we've decided to join. <laughs> you know, so. And here's the, here's the real bullshit to me. There's a, um, the Commerce Secretary, Wilbur Ross, See, this is this is this is why I, I'm against voting. I'm against electing people that's rich. People that was born rich. You know, if you got rich on your own, that's one thing. You know, even though whatever. That's whatever. But it, but if you were born rich, you just don't get it. You because here's the thing too. If you were born poor, you have to understand something, which is most, I'm guessing most of the people listening to this podcast were born poor or middle class or whatever. Very few were born with wealthy. But if you were born poor, you, you, you are grossly underestimating how much somebody that's born rich don't get it. They don't understand. 
what's basic logic and reason to you, they don't get it. You know, they, they com- they're completely out of touch because they've never been in a situation where the system doesn't hasn't worked in their favor. So, you know, it, it's like you ever talk to one of your friends, one of your one of your better off friends, and they and they just they can't figure out for the life of them why you can't just borrow money from your dad. You know what I mean? I, you know, how come you can't just use your mama credit card? They don't get it. They just because to them, that's just the way shit is. So it's like this dude's secretary, <laughs> secretary of commerce, right? How the fuck you secretary of commerce and you don't understand what it's like to be poor? Do you even have people on your staff that this? Okay, let me get into it. With this, this, this motherfucker was astonished that uh, that federal workers, after not being paid for a month, are having to go to soup kitchens and use other homeless services to not starve. He doesn't get it. The just the notion of living check to check for this motherfucker is so foreign. He is the goddamn Secretary of Commerce, Wilbur Ross. And he doesn't understand. <laughs> he doesn't understand why how, how someone going without pay for a month is, is starving. This motherfucker talking about what it, you know, you can get a loan. A loan, motherfucker, you gotta qualify for a loan. And then you gotta pay back interest on that. To, to live, my nigga? Okay, what you gonna do next month? You gonna take another loan? You not getting paid. You not getting paid, my nigga? How you gonna take out a loan? How many months can you take out loans? <laughs> you know, because they they want a recent pay stub. They want, they want your last six months. You gonna bring them five months and, and then they go, hey, what happened to that six month? Oh, I haven't been getting paid this six months. Oh, so when you getting paid again? Uh, I don't really know. Well, I'm sorry. Especially, especially if you're a minority, nigga. This motherfucker, he probably going to say, he probably saying some dumb shit like, well, why don't you just liquefy your assets? Don't you have liquid? <laughs> like this, like, like rich people like that. They just don't, they, they, they just can't comprehend. How are you hungry? It's only been a month. That's how, that's how, that's how he think. And he's the fucking secretary of commerce. Oh man, it's it's I don't know if we if we're if we're living in in an age of extraordinary change or if this is just what happens when you when you hit your 30s. And you start realizing like what the world is around you more, more and more and more and more. Yeah, I mean, or, or, or let me let me put it differently. It I don't I don't know if it's if it's that the internet has made us more aware of the bullshit, or if there's just extra bullshit going on right now. You know what I mean? Just I can't tell. I don't know. This is why you gotta talk to old folks. I gotta call my grandfolks, man, because. Cause I don't know. I don't know if it's just always been this much bullshit or if it's, I don't know. Um, speaking of extra bullshit, I mean, God damn. I don't know if y'all caught this story. I caught this on the route. 
dot com. Um, th- a male nurse. Okay, oh, a, 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 a lady at a at a mental health facility. A patient at a mental health uh, facility came up pregnant. Surprise! Now she been there. Listen, she been there since she was three years old. Okay, so it ain't no motherfucking way she she should have been pregnant, right? She surprise popped up pregnant. Um, now one of the male nurses when the baby was born, one of the male nurses matched the baby's DNA. Okay. I know, fucking gross, disgusting. I mean, first of all, how the, how, why? I just can't even wrap my mind around this. Like this lady, this lady has been in this mental facility since she was, since 1992. She was three years old for what her family's attorney describes as significant intellectual disabilities as a result of seizures very early in her childhood. Significant intellectual disabilities. And you the nurse in there and you in there fucking the patients. I mean, come on, bruh. You in there fucking the patients with no protection, bruh. Like the most vulnerable people. The most vulnerable person. Because if he, here's the thing, if he hadn't gotten her pregnant and she had accused him of this and this and that, no one would have believed her. If you ain't never been 5150, because I haven't, but I have uh, several friends very close to me that have, and very recently too, and sometimes on multiple occasions, that have been, if you ain't never been 5150, in other words, if you've never been locked in a mental health facility for whatever reason, you don't understand how much power these motherfuckers have over you, man. I mean, absolute power there's no you know you don't have an attorney you don't have you know any kind of advocate there's they don't have to release you for no reason at all they can just because it's it's completely at the doctor's discretion whether you get the fuck up out of there and and, and it ain't even one of the things it's like one of the things like you can go check yourself in and you can't check yourself out you can go in and go, I think I need help. I think I'm, I'm thinking about killing myself. And from that moment, they got absolute power over your ass. You know, and they can take anything you say and twist it to make it seem like, oh, you you a danger. You a danger to yourself and others. You know what I mean? Because if you if you act if you if you if you if you acting crazy, then boom, you acting crazy. And as soon as you stop acting crazy, oh, then boom. Well, that's exactly what a what a crazy person would do is act like they're not crazy. So they got you one way or the other, you know. So it's, it's you know, so you don't have like you don't you don't get a phone call to an attorney and none of that bullshit. So this motherfucker and this dude, this dude got an attorney talking about his client. <laughs> There's no direct evidence that Mr. Sutherland committed these acts, nigga. It's DNA. It's a baby. It's a baby, my nigga. I'm surprised he even took this case. Listen, I'm all for the law and the system, and I think everyone deserves representation. And I'm not mad at his lawyer for doing his job. But goddamn, dude, how can you believe this dude is innocent?
Like, how can you really out there? I mean, what argument are you going to make, my nigga? <laughs> you, this nigga need to take the plea. If there's even on the table. I mean, this is this seemed like an open and shut case to me. There's a baby born, my nigga, and it's either yours or it ain't. It wasn't your cousin. It wasn't your daddy. I mean, what, what, what the fuck? Oh, man. It's just getting crazier and crazier. Um... Uh, man, you just, I don't know. I guess you just can't trust any fucking body. Um, his court date is January 30th. His name is Nathan Sutherland, the guy the guy accused of um, of taking advantage of one of his patients sexually and getting her pregnant. Fucking gross fucking idiot. Fucking scum. Fuck, man. Anyway, moving on. Uh, I guess on a more positive note, <laughs> I don't know. New York City finally settled uh, with the family of Khalif Broder for $3.3 million. Now, if you don't know who Khalif Broder is, he was, um, I forget the name of the documentary that was about him, but he was accused. He was accused of stealing the backpack. You know this. This was a while, while back, and he was detained on Rikers Island for three years in solitary confinement. He was never tried or convicted. Two years after a lack of evidence forced his release, he committed suicide just outside his mother's house. He was twenty-two. Yeah, he 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 got accused of stealing. The, Basically, he was he was walking down the street. the The, the police was called because somebody somebody robbed a guy. You know, the the police picked them up because they was the closest niggas to the scene, which is normal police activity. You know what I mean? Is they they play blame the nearest Negro, then they pat themselves on the back for being good detectives, and uh, and they brought them back around. The guy said, "Oh yeah, it was them," right? No evidence of the crime. They didn't have his backpack. They didn't have none of the stuff. And they locked him up. And the guy, the guy that got robbed was not an American citizen. Or, or I don't know if he got deported or if he just went back to his country. But um, but they couldn't find the guy. And they were and they were holding Khalif in hopes that they would find this guy. And they held him for three years in solitary confinement without a trial, without a conviction. And it fucked him up. Solitary confinement is torture. It fucked his head up. And he can't, he, he got out and just, it just wasn't the same. Um, and so now New York City is giving, you know, gave him, gave his family $3 million. But I'm like, nigga, fuck all that. I don't, uh, you know, I, I I don't know. I don't know what what's the reprieve because I don't feel like money, money don't bring your kids back. I mean, money don't make it better, and three million dollars ain't shit to New York City. Nah, nah, my nigga. I want everybody with my last name to go to NYU for free. That's what I want. And room and board, nigga. 
I want every everybody in my family that's under the age of 18 with my last name. I want them to go to NYU for free and free room and board. And and I want them to get preferential uh business loans. What's good? That's what I want. This shit just pissed me off. Because it's like that could happen to me. That's that's why it bothers me so bad. It's like because what's to stop that from happening to me? Cause this cause this has happened to me where I've been accused of some shit just because I was the only black person. Or what I would have to assume is that's the reason. Cause it was no other reason. Um I maybe I've told this story before in the park. Yeah, I'll say that for another day. But my point is that shit could happen to any of us. You know, how the fuck they hold you without a trial for three fucking years in solitary? Like, that that's, that's just unthinkable. And you got no way to fight that? Your life is over. Your com- life is at a complete standstill. You don't got, fuck your scholarship, fuck your job, fuck your business, fuck your family. Everything is ruined. And you just and when and they go up our bad and just throw you out on the street. And you gotta pick your own fucking life back up. Cause they fucked up. <sighs> uh anyway. Um Yeah, this is <laughs> I didn't think this episode would be so negative. But we can end it, we can end it on a positive note. Um coming up, by the time you hear the next episode, it'll already be um Black History Month. It'll already be Black History Month. And and the the There we go. Yeah, here's a couple of shits that you don't know about Black History Month, right? It was <laughs> Black History Month started out as Black History Week. In 1926, Carter G. Woodson, my nigga, Carter G. Woodson, um, he started Negro History Week as the second week in February to coincide with the birthdays of Abe Lincoln and Frederick Douglass. Um, 50 years later, uh, I'm sorry, 40 years later, in 1969, uh, the Black United Students at Kent State University made took it from a week to the whole month, right? And then in 1976, President Gerald Ford got the U.S. government to make it official to officially recognize uh, February as Black History Month. Um, other little, other little, little, little nuggets. Uh, the uh, the United States is not the only country to celebrate Black History Month. Um, Canada also celebrates Black History Month in February. The UK celebrates Black History Month in October. Okay, so they give us what thirty? What, how many? How many days in October? Goddamn. March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October. My nigga. 31 days. So then they give us all that. Oh, but we got Columbus Day and uh Halloween. Uh, you know, niggas ain't trying to do all that, but yeah, it would be nice to have a 31 day month to be Black History Month. But 
But that's what this podcast is all about, giving you little tidbits, little stuff. Because I'm, I'm astonished when I meet people that don't know, they don't know, like, they know Martin Luther King, they know Malcolm X, they hit you with a, they hit you with a Harriet Tubman, and then they out of people. They can't name no other people, no Mary McLeod Bethune, no Arthur Ashe, no none of that. So we're going to keep hitting you with the high facts. That's been episode 20 of BS with Brian Simpson. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, email me at bscomedian at gmail.com. I'm sorry, fuck. Email me at bswithbryansimpson at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram at bscomedian. I'm all up in a, and when I